0: It's two years anniversary of my mother dropping her body.
1: Oh, yes?
0: Yes, today.
1: Today? Yeah. Okay.
0: And it feels absolutely fine to be here, it's great. Yes. Just holding this in right view, um, this sense of, you know, when you leave the body. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really feel attached to this um, notion of her anymore. Um, but there's this kind of gratitude and celebration of something. Yes. Yeah. And I've been reflecting on the body just as just the elements to get rid of this notion of this personhood. And, uh, that's been helpful because I felt like when I came here I was a bit in the vice of the mind. Yes. And I feel like this is loosening. Yes.
1: It is, uh, I feel it is a good thing that everybody, as much as possible, should um, contemplate uh, the body's passing. Mm. It is not mm. a so appealing thing to do for most people. And for many people, it would be a kind of taboo to not think about these things. But it is to do with our own cultural upbringing also. It can seem to some, in some minds, that to contemplate such things is a little bit sick, a bit macabre thing to do, to be thinking about death when you are alive. But I think that when you think about it, then you really begin to have more insight into what life is, by contemplating and feeling the, the whole, this whole thing about the, the end of the body. Particularly if we're from a culture where it is so immersed in bodily existence <coughs> in our bodily form. You know. uh, when I was in India for the first time, and went to had a chance to go to um, Banaras, Varanasi in India, and it was recommended to me to go to a place called Manikanika Ghat. Many of you might have heard about it or been there. This is the main ghat. In Varanasi, in Varanasi. For people who are not aware of it, of this, is like the the holy city of India. It's referred to like this, ancient, a very ancient city. It is um, also the place of learning, of the of the arts and so on. But for many years, it is really regarded as the 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 holy city. Of India, many people travel from all over all parts of India and also from other parts of the world to go and spend their last days by the the Ganga, and for their bodies to be cremated there. Sometimes people they are traveling from all parts of India. Sometimes by foot, even very poor people. They consider that to to drop the body in Varanasi is most auspicious, because it is perceived as. Uh, good fortune that you gain enlightenment by dropping the body in Varanasi, having the body cremated in Varanasi. You know? So my first time to India, I felt very fortunate to to go there, and I was guided to a place, Manikanika Ghat, the main ghat for burning the bodies there. There they have a fire there that there's a fire that's been lit there. For hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of years, this fire, they say, this fire never goes out. This is one thing that is always going, is that every day, bodies are, are coming to this Manikanika gap to be cremated there. And for many Western people, it's a very powerful experience, because for many of us, we never see you know, such rituals um, performed so openly without any shame or or um, fear, it is just so open. And it's good to go and spend some time there, if anybody gets a chance to just spend some time there. There are other places along the ghats, in, along the Ganga in Varnasi where cremations are taking place. I feel it is a very good thing to contemplate, Sometimes I'd go to a funeral or something. Then you look in. The, I look at the the bodies in the coffin. I say, that just could be my own body. And and really, you have a chance to look. Sometimes you see the different characters there of people. You say, oh yes, this would be so and so. This would be my auntie so and so. This would be her behavior, something like that. But you contemplate and take out this kind of fear, and it lessens the the feeling of this kind of trauma. There is a very subtle trauma inside the human mind and heart when we identify with the body, that one day you will have to leave this body, this body will drop away. Uh, Of course, it will bring up whatever it will bring up also, but I feel that it is a very good thing to, to do from ancient times. Many sages, awakened beings used to recommend this this way of looking looking at each thing, starting with the body, to look and say, you know, I cannot be this. They look at the hand and, and they said, The hand I can see, I cannot be this hand. I cannot be I cannot be any anything I can see on my body. I cannot be my senses. They observe the senses, they say, I am observing the senses. I cannot be this i cannot be this neti neti i cannot be the breath the breath they say the evidence of the vital force which is the animating force in the universe that is behind the real doer of all actions they say is the vital force not a person the person comes only as thought but the vital force is happening sometimes you may have that insight where you look at somebody moving and you say look at this you know they're moving within their own vital field is moving you're not plugged into anything that you can visibly see and everything your whole, your whole psycho psychosomatic uh, processes operations everything's happening inside this body how amazing is consciousness that you can stand right where you are you know and you can jump like this this body that weighs so many kilograms, you can jump and almost touch the roof. But if the vital force is not in it, it will take four or five people to carry this body.
0: Mm.
1: How how powerful is that life force? You see, and to contemplate, they say, this breath, I am not also. The breath is happening by itself. I am not breathing. I am not breathing as an action, deliberate action taken, but breathing is going on. Like this. Also, the heart is beating. I am not beating my heart. The heart is beating by itself. That action is going on. I am not that. I am not that. But the functions of existence, they are dependent upon this. Together they are working. The body, the vital force, everything is working. And something witnesses this this functioning. Like this, we were saying, Not this, also I am not that. Mm, you see Then you think of memory also. time says okay, time cannot witness itself. It needs not witness. I am the witness of time. I cannot be time. I cannot be duration. I cannot be any object, whether that is perceived outside of this body or inside its body. That like this the were going, negating everything until in the end there was nothing else left to negate. Even you would say, this ego, something says, My body, what says, My body? Like, My car. This car is owned by me. It is not what I am. My, My body, My car, My house, possessions, not what I am. My breath even, not what I am. What says, My breath? My thinking, My thoughts also, My thoughts. Who says, My? Who claim thought as possession? Even thoughts I cannot be. Memory I cannot be. Like that, you see. Emotions they also appear inside consciousness. They are witnessed by my own self. I cannot be the emotions. For I observe them. Like that. Imagination I cannot be. Imagination. The imagination is observed. This I cannot be. You see. Like this, going through things. My uh, ego also, you say. My ego really suffered from in this experience. So my ego also indicating, it is only something that I claim to belong to me, it cannot be what I am, not my essential being. So ego I am not. Brain can be studied. I am not the brain. You see? Then you say also, this thing happened to me, and my life just fell apart. This life that can fall apart. I am not. This is also witness. I am not this life. What is left? My belief. Some people say I used to believe this. Now I believe that. Belief also. I am not my belief. Although some are by believing certain things, I believe them into existence, and then I'm living by my own beliefs. But belief, I am not. And they're going through like that, negating. Starting with the body, to the subtle, going more subtle, the vital organs, the vital force, the heartbeat, yeah, the the discriminative functioning, intellect, memory. Also, I am not a powers of imagination. I am not this thing. Going through everything like this. <coughs> this is actually. People might say but that's very mental. It is not mental. It is common sense. Mm. It is common sense. I am not this, I am not that. And and really looking for your own self, not just going mechanically, say I'm not this, I am not that, but really looking and confirming, but of course I cannot be this thing. Because there's awareness of it. So therefore, if there's awareness of it, it is what changes in the presence of awareness. What is this awareness? Can awareness be aware of itself? Can it see itself? What is awareness? Does it have a form? Like these questions. When a human being is beginning to ask these questions, already everything is slowing down into a beautiful silence, like this. So, I would say it is very good to contemplate uh, these, the, starting with the body also, because we are so much in the in the identity with the body, and so so much of our trauma come comes into consciousness because it identifies with the body and says, I am this. Then it knows that this, referring to the body, one day also is subject to pain, to suffering, to death, to to enjoyment, to all of these things. Then you know, but I cannot be this. When, when this type of introspection becomes really deep, deeply rooted inside the heart, there is immense space there, because until now, the mind and consciousness has been depending upon, or the constant depending upon, uh, a kind of a kind of identity that has been grounded uh, into the object of the body, taking the support from the body. Now, with these questions, seeing that the body itself is something that is observed, it's not the body's observing what is. Then the body is put up also on the screen of consciousness. Then something sees, but it is there but it cannot be the essence in which it is seen, or something like that. Mm. So like this we are looking, and gradually the fear is coming out. If you go to the doctor, and the doctor should tell you, if they even say, Who is your next of kin? Already the palpitations are growing inside. (coughs) <coughs> Do you have anybody who can be supporting to you? We need to talk to you already. You are sweating already. So much fear is coming. You see, for for nearly everybody is going to be like that because there's a certain amount of conditioning that mm. we are this. We have so many attachments, which is formed some superficial, some quite deep, and some people would not want to know. They don't want to hear these words, that uh, you are terminally ill with this, and we have no cure for it. Doctor, what what time frame are you talking about? How much time do I have? I think maybe two and a half weeks.
0: Oh, my God!
1: What is going to happen to you? And sometimes, I don't know, in my own life, So much, um, also, of this type of contemplation happen. So the whole concept of having a future, I don't have it. Already, if you present this to many people, that uh, to have a to be in life without think about future, it feels already like a death. Because so much of what we feel is placed forward into the future. Some expectation, some hope, some aspiration. So much so, we invest so much energy, pour so much energy towards the, the future, that uh, we find it very difficult to um, we you know somehow it's almost sometimes the present has no relevance, even we have not made room for the present because the mind is so much engaged in some future or something like that. Strangely, as it might seem to many people that if you are considering these things, reflecting upon these things like the passing of the body, the leaving of the vital force, or something, that many people might consider it a very gross uh, form of using your time. But it does the opposite, in fact. It really brings you into true life (laughs) to appreciate uh, the life that is here, and, um, and how to make the best use of your time in this body. Because it seems for many people, if not most people, our concerns, our attention is constantly resting amongst what is merely transient, what is passing. So much energy is poured into, what is temporary, what is passing. So, I guess, in a way, you can say, because my mind can shift position, I can say also, of course, this is also the functioning of consciousness. And from one aspect of it, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter 99%, 100% of people, it never is 100% of the people, 99%, 98% of people die in ignorance if you want to say it. It really doesn't matter because actually you can say consciousness is timeless. And yet at the same the next breath I can say you know it absolutely is important. What a waste of an opportunity because we complain so much about our life and how things are not going well and so on when when we realize the self in its purity, I mean we are so happy I don't know even even i don't know if we can say beyond happy who would want to miss that that opportunity of really feeling your life in its true in its true place, not in half measure, not in quarter measure, you know not as a possibility of some later uh, time but in its full in its fullness you know and yet some fragrance can come you know a kind of a subtle pain a kind of grief that one day also this body will not toss for here most of the things that we aspire for to enjoy in this life you need a body to enjoy it with but even this body that you need to enjoy it you cannot keep even this body so I feel that it is a it is a sign of maturity, real spiritual maturity, to reflect on these things from time to time. Don't be afraid. Don't encourage any no-go areas inside our being. Difficult as it is sometimes and challenging, I feel this is the this is the this is really the chance we have, and a beautiful chance, a divine chance to look inside into the very belly of this universe we spend so much time on fickle things uh, addressed in this concept of just being the body, wasting so much energy, pursuing fickle things, missing missing the, the obvious, the most beautiful. so many billions of uncountable beings amongst the human family. Trillions of beings have walked on this planet. They are not here now, but in that form we, we are the present wave of living beings now, our turn. What is great about human beings is the potential we have to contemplate ourselves, to meditate upon the deeper things, to look into the mystery of the Self, of the universe, all of this within our own Self. You don't have to travel abroad, you don't have to go to university. So it's not like, say, if you are poor, you cannot do it because you can't go to university. Some people will go to university, some people will go to the universe, and they will find uh, what their heart longs to know. And everybody I feel who are invited here are drawn here by whatever way come come here. This opportunity is what is available here. There is no other subject that we are concerned about. nothing more important than to come to some experiential conclusion as to who we are. but even here the mind will lurk and somehow will still be. Looking for a chance, any chance to divert the attention onto lesser things, foolish things. You see. So, my feeling is, come with the attitude to win freedom. It is not difficult. But sometimes when you are called really to to face some things, that are not really, hmm, they're not really um flowing entirely in harmony in terms of our thoughts, our concepts that we are holding on to, then intelligent real intelligence is to look at these things, to be willing to look at them and to really evaluate whether they are in service to the true or not. Mm. You see. Because if you are if you are going to to keep just wasting your energy on trivial, transient uh, phenomena you really are wasting your time. <coughs> Certainly in this place. Uh, don't go for anything less than that. Don't come here to make friends. Don't come here to make friends. Or just to have some to get away from the city or to get away from life. We are not here trying to get away from life. We are life. We're not trying to get away from life. The more and more you'll find somehow. That you don't fit into any category, no category. Nothing can categorize our being. But if you hold the ego, these things you will not know in your heart. You will not know it. And one must be clear to identify what ego is, to see clearly. You must also come to some clarity, some irre- irrefutable clarity, as to. To know the difference between the mind, the psychological mind and the Self, you must know this thing. These things will be made more easier if there is aspiration inside your heart for that. It will become very easy. After a few days, these these truths will become self-evident more and more inside here, but not without a struggle. Some struggle will come. The mind will come, judgments will come, resistance will come. And they must come. And the fact that they come, actually, you should be encouraged, because it means something is moving. If you came here and nothing is moving, then, waste of time. But some things are going to stir up, some feelings will be stirred up. Whatever has been suppressed or hidden, these things sometimes will come to the surface. But you must take courage and don't forget that. Uh, something great brought you here. It has to be, don't doubt it, and trust in that, be one with that. Uh, If you put too much energy into the personalised mind, there will be unending confusion. A person cannot know the Truth. A person is really a very small thing by itself. When you realise you are the Truth, you can wear the idea of a person nicely, it won't cause any trouble. But if you believe you are only a person, which is merely a kind of a construct, a kind of a modification of consciousness, based very, very shallowly on the feeling that you are the body and you are your conditioning, you won't be so attracted to this place. This sahaja is not really a place, but a kind of an opportunity. More opportunity than a place. Mm. If you open your heart and mind to some of these things, if they resonate with you, then say yes to them inside your own being. Let them carry on doing their work. Don't give it to your personalised mind. If something resonates inside your heart, then trust that the universe is pleased, that the universal being is pleased. Say yes to that, so that it can carry on doing its work, spring cleaning this house. The search for truth is only as hard as you make it, or as easy as you make it. Sometimes it can be like something in us, of course, um pulls away from whatever feels painful. But some pain has to be gone through. And the best attitude is really not to run away, mm. but to hold your ground. Not to say, I'm going to fight this pain, but hold your ground in the Self and let everything, let everything happen because if this life was all about pleasures and you know momentary pleasures and you know shallow entertainment we would be the most we would be the weakest species on this planet if it's only about that the life has to be also with pain also with, sometimes with intense confusion with depression for a while. Because many of these things they are coming because we deviate from the Self. Our attention moves out into a fickle region, and we want to make that region, our projection, work. We want it to work, and it cannot work. It's also, uh, of course, inside the, ex- the, the the total expression of consciousness, is doing it. But just let things be. Sometimes I wanted to ask, you know, is consciousness a good thing? Is a good person? Is consciousness a good guy? It seems that the highest human attainment is to transcend the egoic influence from the mind. When Christ said to his friends and disciples, Trust in God. Trust also in me, he says, because I have overcome the world. He probably never left Palestine, I don't know. There are different stories about it. Like I say, I don't think he came to Jamaica. I don't think he came to Portugal. There are many places he has never been, most places in his life, physically, he has not been there. He didn't speak any other language, he didn't speak English. He didn't speak Portuguese. didn't speak Spanish. I don't think any of these things. He says, I have overcome the world. What did it mean? The world is just the mind. In the context of that expression, it means the mind. I've overcome all that the mind can throw, all of its different ways. I know them inside out. And I've overcome it, transcended that influence now. Therefore he says, Trust also in me. The only one who has really transcended the mind in that way, you can call this one is trustworthy. Because the mind, certainly by itself, the egoic mind is not trustworthy. I want to put it that we are here equally to transcend the world to transcend all the, mm, the, the hypnosis of conditioning, the influence of the worldly mind, to transcend ignorance and arrogance. Don't set your goal too low. Go for gold. This is intelligent living.